Hi, everybody. Welcome to Gearheads, the podcast where we talk about every single one of Richard Gere's movies. Every single one. Oh, my gosh. That is one of your scary hosts, Sarah. And I'm your, that was your bad cop host, Sarah. I'm your good cop host, Elise. Except there were no good cops. Well, there was, by the end, one kind of good cop. Spoiler. Um, That means that this week we're talking a cop movie. And that cop movie is Brooklyn's Finest. A couple of Brooklyn's Finest talking about Brooklyn. No, sorry. <clears throat> a couple of Brooklyn's Finest talking about Brooklyn's Finest. Hey, we got a couple of Brooklyn's eee. Finest talking couple. to you about the movie Brooklyn's <laughs> Finest. Of the hot girls screaming about how sunny it was while they walked to go get loaded fries and tots. <laughs> we live in Brooklyn, if you didn't know, and we yeah. like to make jokes about how we were living in brooklyn (laughs) while watching a brooklyn movie yep (laughs) we love brooklyn and jokes (laughs) we do (laughs) um so yeah that's we watched that movie and we're gonna talk about it and we're gonna we hope you don't love this movie (laughs) we're probably not gonna talk nicely about it for the most part but how are you doing you had a rough week oh me yeah (laughs) No, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm okay. I had a lot of migraines this week, is what she's referring to, but they're like mostly gone now, so I'm okay. I feel like I feel like it's one starting again. Yeah, I'm rubbing my eye a lot, like a baby. <laughs> yeah, let's put her little mittens, her little mittens on. So Sarah scratch her eye. <laughs> Sarah's been like slowly turning off lights around the apartment every time I rub my eye. <laughs> but I'm yeah. I'm all right. How are okay. you doing? Good i'm good um oh good yeah uh mm, i got a tmj massage this week (sighs) that's so nice they went my i had i was having migraines for the first time in my life and like really intense jaw pain so bad that i allowed a man to put his finger inside my mouth (laughs) a a man you don't know (laughs) a man i a man you just met a man i had just met (laughs) it was great (laughs) oh just stuck a little thingy in there what was his name matt oh (laughs) I was kind of hoping it wouldn't be something like Matt. That what if he listens? <laughs> he was really great. Was we really just great. went through and looked at how many listener counts we had on each episode. And what if Matt was the one the consistent one, one throughout each? <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, did that. I went to Little India and got some tunics made. So there's that. And we hung out. Did we? Did we? No, we didn't. We were going to hang out on Tuesday. No, we were going to hang out on Wednesday. Oh, it was Valentine's Day this week. Oh, yeah. We were going to hang out on Wednesday. <laughs> and then we're like, you have migraine. And then we're like, let's just watch the movie together on Friday. And then I was like, I have a sore throat. Like, I have a migraine still. I'm a champ. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't remember this week basically at all. I get, I call them brain scramblies when I get migraines. And I feel like... <laughs> Just like a little whisk goes in there and goes, and I don't remember anything. That's yeah. good, right? That's that I doesn't that's, seem alarming or that's fine. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna make it to fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be in a home at fifty, listening to these episodes, confused about who's talking. I on um, okay. First of all, we have pretty similar voices. Okay. <laughs> I also was, I already told Sarah this, but I'll tell you now, listener, 
I've been extremely into crocheting lately. Every I was winter, about to announce your blanket. That's <laughs> my blanket. Every winter, I get really into crocheting. Anyways, it's just a fact of life. But I've been making a blanket, and it has these big old fat flowers on it. It's gorgeous. and this blanket, and I have like. It's become a bit of a problem. Like we've bonded in a way that like a mother and child (laughs) bond. But like because I've been alone so much and like have been having some trauma from my headache and like weird like emotional stuff this week, the blanket and I have like formed a bond that blankets and people shouldn't. (laughs) And like I said out loud to the blanket yesterday, like it's just you and me. And I felt... Something happened in the air when I said that, and I just feel the air got heavier. The air got heavier, and I'm trying to like come back from that. And I didn't need to admit <laughs> that. Currently, I didn't need to admit that in your microphone, but this is a safe space. The blanket is currently crumpled on a chair. I, know, I normally fold and I it feel up. like it's usually. I normally fold it up so softly and gently with like the the I pretty feel like part you're, like, facing embarrassed. up about your relationship with the blanket yeah so i'm like i'm here i can be cool i can crumple the blanket up look i don't care (laughs) the second i leave i'm so sorry (laughs) um it's a really cool blanket i feel like you could sell it like if i was being realistic like for 150 dollars to make it worth it i would need to sell that blanket for probably 1300 (laughs) dollars it has taken me so long um that was a very low ball. I'm sorry. <laughs> so thank you I, for I, I, no. offending me and my. I just told you this blanket is basically like my child. Remember how Michael Jackson I, named his kid blanket? <laughs> <laughs> Feels like foreshadowing. <laughs> I'm off mic laughing, so it just sounds like you're like laughing Silence. by yourself. <laughs> I. I was just thinking, like, if I saw this blanket, like, for sale, and I, like, on Instagram, I, like, wasn't considering the labor. But if it was, like, handmade, it'd be more, like, a $500 blanket. Sarah's like, you could sell that thing for 20 bucks, I bet. <laughs> no, it's no, so good. I mean, I wouldn't pay very much money for any blanket, so I get it. It's, it's big. It's The colors are perfect. It's really great. <gasps> Something else we did since we last recorded <laughs> was we went to the best sonic oh and, and, and at least fell in love with another inanimate object yeah so what <laughs> the frito wrap the frito wrap something we do is we eat a lot of sonic we like to drive sarah <laughs> and her husband have a car which is yeah. such a treat it's a little treat and um i we sometimes will drive to a sonic in long island on long island <laughs> And we went to a different one for the first time last weekend. See, this other one's a little, the one that we usually go to is a little chaotic. It's pretty chaotic. And this one is like serene. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be going there during the daylight tomorrow, probably. Oh my gosh, we've never so been we'll in the day. So we'll see what it looks like. But our order came correct. Everything was delicious. The people were so nice. It was so clean. It was fast. It's fast. There's an indoor area if we ever need to use the loo. Yes. Something I'm always looking out for. And um yeah you got this thing that was a, a frito wrap with chili and cheese and a tortilla right? yeah yeah and it was small it was small. like the right size yeah. and the fritos were crunchy which i can't get over <sighs> it's because it came out so fast yeah they were losing their crunch by the time it came out okay. so if they hadn't skated out so fast it would have. <laughs> that's why those skates are important that's why they need skates <laughs> um yeah 
So that was that's also great. Yeah, things are really looking up. <laughs> I think this is gonna be whoa. I think this is gonna be a better week. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean it I mean, can it be worse? No. I'm no. Well, let's not tempt fate. Can another train derail? May no one that has ever been romantically interested in me in the past or future ever listen to this episode. <laughs> I love that TikTok that you said where it's like, would you rather the person in your relationship ghost you or tell you how they feel? And the guy stitched it. It was like, I just want anyone who has ever been in love with me to die. <laughs> yes. That's how I feel. Yep. I meant it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I guess uh, if you don't, don't want to talk topics, about this movie. Listen, we need to get it over with. We've watched worse movies. Okay. It wasn't. That's true. We have. It wasn't entirely movies. horrible. It was just grim and so violent. And and the, it was a little hard to follow the plot. Yeah, Maybe that was there just were like three me, plots. They didn't like <clears throat> the plots. Like should have intersected sooner or more. Like the plots only intersected like the last seven minutes. If you can even by intersect you mean like they just took place in the same building yeah. at the end <laughs> well the only reason that and they were dawn's all... character died was because sal was there oh that's true that's so, true there's that but that's it the scottish man who was not remotely <laughs> scottish you've said that so many times okay all right brooklyn's <sighs> finest um i wrote before the movie started i'm worried he's going to have an accent and he did but it was okay yeah, because he's from New York anyway, yeah. so he just kind of turned it up and made it a little more Brooklyn-y. Yeah. But it, as always, it came and went. It came and went. The, this man, it, Richard Gere, comes and goes. He could have said the same word goes. five minutes later, and it would not have an accent. Yes. Um, we should say we tend to be somewhat of an anti-cop <laughs> group here. Trigger warning. <laughs> if you've ever heard us speak on this subject big, before. Uh, here's <laughs> big A-cab vibes. But you, this here. movie is too, so we're yeah, just going with the flow. Too. And the upsetting thing I felt while watching this movie is I think if I had seen this when it came out in 2009, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh my gosh, okay, this can't be <laughs> that common. Yeah. Like, and wow. like, I was so desensitized. I'm, we're so desensitized to seeing, like, literally today, was it, or yesterday, the five Memphis cops. Like we're not guilty. Yeah. <laughs> like, after like literally, like it's just constant like, murdering somebody. cops murdering people, murdering people. Um, and it just is like so constant and more and more. And it's a corrupt system, and there's literally no <sighs> argument against that. And if you don't like that, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay. So literally, we have no <laughs> listens, and like we're like, oh, I guess all of our listeners <laughs> love the Belize. They like bacon (laughs) okay wow so um so it opens with my boy vinny okay we had three seconds of vincent d'onofrio at the beginning of this i love him sitting in a a car with ethan hawk outside a cemetery Mm -hmm. just like chatting just Just telling tales he's just chatting about stuff he's he's being very vincenty with his like little eye twitches and head cocks yeah. and, like, <laughs> oh my no. gosh i loved law and order ci oh. when i was in high school and the way that he or like i don't know maybe Mormon names, baby. <laughs> it was probably high school and the way that he would always like turn his head and do yeah. his stuff i'd be like this man's an actor i, <laughs> I was so yes. impressed by it yes same and 
same. He was doing it. In this he was movie. like weirdly like the first person I like. I remember you like were like, "Do you have a crush on him?" And like I really had to wrestle with that because <laughs> like I don't think when I did, did I ask you that? Um, he whenever he popped up like in an earlier movie that we were watching or something, I was like, <laughs> he oh yeah I know like and, that's right. And I think ever since then I really have questioned myself, and because I was in high school too when I watched a lot of that, and I. I think it was also just me being like, being able to recognize what a good actor was or like mm-hmm. what I thought a good actor was. I think he's a good actor. I like, you know, it's fine. He's eccentric. He's eccentric. Um, and like recognizing that and being very proud of myself as like a, like, yeah, I, I think that was what. Yeah. Was. That's exactly me too. Where like, was, he's like, making he's choices. Different. He's making choices. Yeah. You know what? If you do have like a little bit of the hots for him though, you should watch Mystic Pizza because he's really young mm-hmm. and kind of hot in that. Okay. Great. And I don't then, think And I do. then we should go to Mystic and eat pizza. And eat, and go to Mystic. Mystic Pizza is still a place there. Okay. We Vincent was in this movie for 2 minutes and oh, we yeah. spent <laughs> 4 minutes talking about him because he dies. Because Ethan oh, Hawke yeah. who I didn't <laughs> recognize as Ethan Hawke at the beginning. <laughs> okay chided for it that that was well after this scene this whole scene <laughs> takes place and so vincent's talking and they're buddies he's like telling Ethan yeah. about like a spot of trouble he got in with the cops and blah 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 and then all of a sudden they're like laughing oh, 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 mm-hmm. and then gunshot and mm-hmm. Vinny's dead Vinny is dead and ethan did it uh-huh and then he like takes his the bag like Vincent had like a bag of it money. It looked I thought it was food. I thought it was like fries. Like, <laughs> He's like, I need no fries. Yeah. But it was money. It was money. And that's not how Ethan Hawk talks in this movie, so I'm sorry for that. That's a perfect impression. <laughs> um and then oh at three thirty three I I wrote down Sarah said I'm going to hate this movie. <laughs> and I did. And she did. Um, so then we cut to Richard Tiffany Gear waking up violently. Like this is he wakes up right before his alarm goes off, which is the worst way to wake up. I hate when I do that. And he sits up and like gasps. Yeah. He's like sweaty. Yeah. So he wakes up violently is what I wrote. And he immediately gets a drink of like <laughs> I don't know, whiskey or something. It's whiskey. And then puts a gun in his mouth and pulls the trigger, but nothing happens. And weirdly <laughs> Did you hear the song that was playing behind that? No. It was like, tumble out of bed and I stumble with the whiskey gun in my mouth, pull the trigger, feeling frisky. <laughs> How long did that take you to write? The whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, pretty immediately. You genius. Because after that no, after that song I wrote, Seasoned Hair Bags. Um, okay. So it was pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty quick. Very good. Thank you. Um, so he's depressed. That's <laughs> what I picked up from that. I mean, I mean, you can infer a lot of things. I guess depression's one of them. <laughs> I guess so. He might have just been really excited about the day. And that's how he, like, gets his energy mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. A little Russian roulette to get him, his, himself psyched. What a scary thing. I hate... Yeah. Um, and then the next scene is Don Cheadle. So these are kind of our three main characters. So we've got Sal... Sal, Who which is, is just Ethan like Hawk. such a perfect Brooklyn movie name. Mm-hmm. And then we've Sal. got Eddie is Richard. Richard. And then we've got Tango, Tango. Butler. <laughs> and his real name is like Chester. Elliot. Or no, yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I think it was Chester. Okay. Um, Clarence. No. Clarence. Was it Clarence? It started with a C. Yeah. That's Don Cheadle. 
and we'll, we're just gonna obviously we're calling him tango because yes. that's much catchier so he is the other the third main character not like the, they're not ranked he's He's not like first, second, third. I mean, yeah. obviously Richard's first. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the name of the podcast. Okay. Okay. Is it called Cheetle Heads? No. It's not. Is it Hawkheads? Is it called Hawkeyes? No. We should do a Hawkheads podcast. I don't, I don't really like him. Oh, I have the opposite. I feel really fond of him for no reason. I just think he's kind of eh, like Sarah. I know you're trying to like compensate <laughs> because at one point during this movie, it was like up close on Ethan Hawke and Sarah said he should play a pirate in something. Okay, you are making it sound way more lusty than I said. Here's here. Okay, yes. Do I like pirates? Yes. <laughs> Is it fun? Is a pirate is a pirate fun <laughs> he has a goatee and he was looking scraggly and he just like looks like he's like kind of like thin and like gangly like a pirate <laughs> okay i feel like the more i defend myself on this the weirder it gets sarah has a pirate gang <laughs> you are not her first uh, you're her first <laughs> i did used to pretend i was a pirate did you as a kid that's fun I would swing on the um you know the monkey not there they weren't like they were rings like by the monkey bars oh, yeah we would sw- we, it was all wood and we'd swing and like pretend we were pirates and i thought it was really fun yeah that is fun <laughs> anyway so we know we're informed okay. <laughs> it was about puberty <laughs> oh, okay so don Cheadle starts off his storyline at the projects and there's most of this takes pl- i mean like there's a lot of the storyline center around the same projects which they just call the bk project yeah because there's only there's one, one set of projects project in, brooklyn. in brooklyn not several that surrounds well uh, there's there's, there's like, a bunch of projects in a bunch like of different neighborhoods 14 in brooklyn I think. like there's at least 14 in brooklyn yeah i have no idea there's yeah there's got to be at least there's a lot of neighborhoods and there's five in our in yours my zip code yeah, at least I, be- I believe that, and I, I think most of this is like much further east. Yeah, than even than like I've ever even been in Brooklyn, like Brownsville and areas like that. Um, there's a crime scene at the projects. There's like a lot of cop cars there. There's shenanigans going on. A cop has shot a a, a young adult. Yikes! He's an honor student. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have that part written oh. down. <laughs> So it's like, oh, no, this is a bad PR nightmare. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of those in this movie. (laughs) Um, In real life, too. And then Ethan Hawke goes to confession because he just killed somebody. And so he's like, it's a bad if I killed someone. (laughs) I feel really guilty about it. And that's when Sarah said, oh, who is this actor? (laughs) And I said, that's Ethan Hawke. But to be fair, he did sometimes that like there's lots of angles and lighting and stuff. And sometimes he didn't quite look himself i was like he should play a spaceman <laughs> she's like he should play a cop he didn't ever wear a uniform in this no because no. he was he uh, undercover he's, narcotics. he's a narc yeah a narc narc because he got promoted that's the thing with richard's character is he was always just like mid i'm trying to use that word because i'm i'm young <laughs> i can say mid you can you're pulling it off <laughs> doing great thank you richard is always in uniform because he never got promoted to being like a detective or anything Mm -hmm. 
Yep. So he was a hot cop. And he, he was because he wasn't wearing like you noticed he wasn't wearing a shirt under um under his uniform his like uniform. he was walking with a rookie cop who was wearing a, a white t-shirt under his uniform you could clearly see it yeah. and it looked normal Richard then, was not so he was a bare chest under there and he yeah. and Sarah said he looked like a stripper yeah but he did he did right <laughs> he yeah he's one of the hot cops he was a hot cop from Job's police force <laughs> um all right okay so now we're at the police precinct. And Ethan shows up to work, and that's the first time we realize, oh, shoot, he's a cop. He's a cop. He's a, uh, He what? murdered somebody, and he's a cop? Uh, Do cops <laughs> murder people? <laughs> this, that's when we realize, this is fiction. This is, couldn't be true. And then we see Richard at work. Wait, is this the first time we... No, we saw him put a gun in his mouth. So, yeah. so now we're putting together, okay, these people okay. are... Cops. Cops. Richard has a little locker with a little mirror. And he's getting bullied. He's getting bullied. <laughs> he only has coworkers. seven days left of work. Yeah. He, only, he has a little calendar where he's like marking off. His hair looks fantastic. His hair looks He fancy. honestly looks so good in this movie. And yeah. we think it could be because we just watched Maybe I Do and he's like 15 years older in that, which, yeah. I mean, he still looks great. That doesn't mean he doesn't look good. Age is... Age is just a number. We're not ageist. <laughs> but the stark contrast of like taking 15 years off someone, we were just like, holy crap. Like he looks great. He looks a lot better. The hunting party is the other one we watched before this. And oh, yeah. He looks a lot better than in that one, He too. does look... Yeah, I don't know what was going on with the lighting. Yeah. Maybe I mean, Because he was in his native New York. I don't know. Really he good just, lighting. There was some good lighting. Okay. He looked great, okay? And his hair looked really good. So yeah, he's got seven days until retirement and he's just ready to be done he's just like done the least he can do the whole time he's there and he's just ready to be done but they are like we're doing a new program where we've got rookies and we're gonna pair them with an old timer and we're gonna take them into like tough areas yeah and you're an old timer and so we're putting one with you and he's like fine i'm annoyed and guess who the rookie is trey Mm, what you say from the oc from the oc <laughs> straight from the oc <laughs> that scene um, um <laughs> but before that are we the only ones listening to this podcast yes and, like that's where the plays are coming from <laughs> okay before that we meet trey though we got don oh, Cheadle, sorry. who's meeting with remember the titans <sighs> your crush my guy his name your daddy crush my daddy crush his name is will something shoot wow disrespect they're <laughs> super disrespectful the white coach the white coach from remember Not the Titans, who i had a huge crush on as a child the only person alongside, she had a crush on in that movie not the only person it was him and ryan gosling okay, please well, two white people in that movie <laughs> and denzel it's okay if you don't find and them, julius <laughs> okay all right i had a lot of crushes <laughs> and rev the, the little the religious one. Oh yeah and i mean honestly everybody but i, d- I didn't I, like sunshine his looks were too no big. i didn't like sunshine either yeah um, <laughs> will Patton, that's his name he's mm. in this movie too guys and he was in mothman prophecy oh! this is this oh, oh. is a, a, a reunion a classic i forgot the word gear, reunion a, gre- a gear union caught in my gear situation <laughs> So Don Cheadle is secretly, we didn't know he was a cop, but it turns out he is too. Everybody's a cop. He's meeting with Remember the Titans to talk. He's wearing a horrible hat. He's wearing like a leather newsboy. Kegel. Yeah. Kegel? No. Kegel. 
I get those words confused <laughs> too often. Um, and he's undercover. Mm-hmm. And he wants out because mm-hmm. he's getting a little too sucked into the whole undercover thing. And that's dangerous. And so the guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just need you to do like a couple more things. And Dog Kittle really does not believe him. And he's like, I want to be promoted. I want to be on a desk. And I want out of here. And remember the Titans is like, okay, okay, okay. Like, yeah, soon. Okay. So then we're back to Richard Gere and Trey. Richard Gere is has been so we learn a little bit more about richard because trey's asking him questions he's retiring after 22 years he is married but he's separated from his wife we never meet his wife Mm -hmm. no idea what she's like nope um the rookie oh gosh okay so richard gears it like they drive to brighton beach Mm -hmm. and richard goes and buys a fishing pole (laughs) apparently to use after he retires i don't know oh yeah that may oh duh yeah smart um and he's like stay in the car don't do anything i'm just gonna go buy a thing really fast but little guy can't do it and he i mean he he sees like a guy and a woman getting in a fight and the guy guy like like, slaps the woman so i understand him getting out and being like intervening but then he tries to arrest the man and like it escalates and so richard comes out and he's like what's happening stop it just get in the car this is in our district yeah and so then that's a whole thing because yeah. it's like you they weren't yeah like you can't try to arrest somebody i can't remember if that escalates up to like higher stat higher ups or i don't know it doesn't matter <laughs> nothing matters that's, nothing matters okay then ethan hawk goes home to his family yep he's got a bunch of kids he's got we thought just two they have the same haircuts as him um back. but he actually has four kids and his wife is pregnant with twins yes he's about to have six kids yes his wife is played by i can never remember her name is lily she's in um six feet under taylor lily taylor and she yeah she's pregnant and she's coughing which means like i don't want to tell you but i'm dizzy because <laughs> i have a like, theory you have to tell me when you're dizzy <laughs> i have a theory that if someone coughs in a movie they're yeah. going to die by the end of the movie she doesn't but, but it's a it, it does there's, there's concern yeah because there's mold in the walls and it's making her off her cough so he's like we gotta get out of this house and he like has he has like developed photos yeah of the house that he's like trying to buy <laughs> i don't know where he got those photos or we must have done a walk through but it's just funny to see someone like looking through pictures what year was this movie 2009 okay so not that long ago yeah, but everybody doesn't... There's no camera phone. I mean, everybody's phones are flip phones and stuff. He couldn't have had a digital camera? He's poor. They don't pay cops enough. Yeah. Um. Also, he, like, pulls out the money that he got that he took from Vincent. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, not as much as he thought. So he gets all gets And all he, mad. like, hides it in the basement. Yes. Yep. He's just desperate to get his hands on He's some more cash. He's sweating and desperate for so much And he has the movie. biggest like back pirate. tattoo. Like, like a pirate. <laughs> Yeah, he has a big... We don't know what it is. Like Ben um, Affleck level, yeah. but not so colorful. Ben Affleck's is real. It's real. He he totally lied at first and said it was for a movie because he was embarrassed. And that's why I have a soft spot really for Ben endearing. Affleck because he's so embarrassing. <laughs> like the whole Dunkin' Donuts photo. I know. I don't... I can't help it. He's an embarrassing... I would lie curmudgeon. too. I would too. He makes mistakes. He does dumb things and then he's embarrassed about it. He has so much shame. He's from Boston. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm out of breath. Like, why is my breath so short? (laughs) Mold. It's the mold in the walls. Okay. So then. Richard goes, oh. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So Richard 
goes to this we th- apartment. We thought it was his apartment. Oh, yeah. And he's like unlocking the door. And there's a girl outside who's oh, like yeah. puking. Yeah. She's like being dragged by two men and she's puking and obviously out of it. And like the guy that's dragging her like looks at Richard. It's like, are you, what are you looking at? And they drag her into a van and Richard does nothing. We were really mad at him. We're like, yeah. oh, cool. Thanks, officer, for yeah. helping out. Officer Handy. But he had something else on his mind. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and he goes inside and um, he meets oh. with his... Oh, do you going to leave me alone for this? He meets with his, his friend, Chantal. Yeah. And they're having sex. And she's a sex worker. She's a sex worker. You can tell because her apartment's very and red inside. <laughs> this sex scene was probably one of the more graphic sex scenes. It went on for so long. It went on for a really long time. We saw Richard Beer suck a titty. You said Richard Beer. <laughs> Richard boobs. <laughs> Richard breast. <laughs> we saw Richard Gear suck a titty. You said it twice. <laughs> yeah, um, there were just like so many cuts to different parts yeah. of their escapade, and it was. Yeah. Lots of red lights and just kind of like, ugh. And then he was like talking about how much he hated work and like. And then she was doing coke. <sighs> yeah. He's a cop. <laughs> Very graphic. Didn't like this. Yeah. Cops are supposed thing. to be concerned with drug use. I mean, they're certainly very concerned with people not paying to use the subway. So you would think they would be concerned <laughs> with people doing coke yeah. in front of them. Or, I don't know, like soliciting sex. Yeah. But. <laughs> didn't seem to bother. Didn't seem to bother Richard Gere anyway. in this fictional movie. <laughs> so this is like the only time where he's like emoting. Yeah, he's talking about work. The she is like. Like, they have, he's, like, she's his girl. Like, not she's his girl, but, like, she's, like, the only, (laughs) the only, like, real relationship he seems to have in the movie. Yeah. The only person he talks to about stuff. Yeah. So, they wrap up. Um, There's a big police raid on an apartment, and it's led by Ethan Hawke, and he's just screaming to everybody he can find in the apartment, like, where's the money? Where's the money? Like, he's not even trying to hide it anymore. He just is doing raids so he can steal money he from needs people. money to put a down payment on this house yeah and he otherwise like, he'll lose it he has like a poker night with his friends i don't know if that's before or after this yeah. but they're all they're all cops and they're all talking about like do we take money or not and he has this one friend who i refer to as his scottish friend <laughs> he's not scottish i just think his face looks like he should yeah. have a scottish accent and he, that guy's a little like taken aback like no like we're not gonna take money mm-hmm. from drug raids and ethan's like why not like it's not going anywhere we know it's not <laughs> going that's me <laughs> and sarah was like i mean it'd be really tempting she completely understood where ethan was coming from and i was it a little uns- <laughs> unsettled because ethan was like it's not going to rehab it's not going to help the community it's just sitting there it's going to like sir it's going to the upper officers to like give them persian rugs in their offices so like what's the d- why not and his friend is you just don't like, agree oh. <laughs> i think it should go to the community yeah yeah i'm the community <laughs> <laughs> i just okay i wouldn't do it i could just see why it'd be so tempting because there's no one around it's so much money that like even like fifty thousand dollars wouldn't really like go missing you know be noticed i think it should immediately be taken and put back into the community or mm. you know like all the things ethan was listing and being like it's not done it's not going to this and not going to this that's exactly where it should be going i agree i'm just saying it would be tempting <laughs> because it's not really i would being never tracked. be able to steal that amount of money the amount of anxiety <sighs> yeah 
Yeah, well, he he was. You would have to look like him. He's like constantly jittery and stressed. And I can't grow a goatee. You can't. I'm sorry. You look good with one. Do you think so? I. We've done fake beards and stuff. We agreed that Ethan Hawke is the only person who looks good with a goatee. I thought. And it's still a stretch for me. I I I think he looks. I think he pulls off better than anyone else. Goatees are just really hard. I saw pictures of Chris Pine the other day, and he is currently wearing a goatee, and I just don't understand why, why? he's doing that. That's really disappointing. That's not for a movie role. I'm so disappointed in him. I, just, I, I try not to, like, dictate anything about, like, Yogi's hair or beard, mm. and he does the same for me and my hair, mm-hmm. um, but I have told him, like, I, I, I would really struggle if you had a goatee. Does he want one ever? No. Oh, thank you. No. Goodness. Not yet. I feel like, I feel like when he's, like, in his 40s or 50s uh, he might like be like mm, maybe i should try i've tried this before i wonder why i feel like yeah, that's what most men do yeah 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 so <laughs> anyway. yeah i think that's a fair that's a fair that's like the one time set. i've been like i gotta i gotta speak up about this that's fair absolutely yeah okay okay oh <laughs> uh, we were, we did reminisce about how richard gear once had a goatee in the jackal do you go, do you remember that gearheads yeah in the remember? jackal <laughs> oh did you read about bruce willis yeah really sad that's really sad i just read the headline is there more like so he has dementia yeah that's basically all i read that would be so hard he's not that old and yeah dementia is just such a brutal horrible thing to watch somebody you love struggle with it's just ugh. he was in the jackal that's where that little remark i think i'd have a really hard time not being depressed for the majority of the time that i had left with my mind yeah like when you're because you know it's cognizant yeah Mm mm-hmm and lots of times when you have dementia, I mean, I guess I don't know what his particular thing is like, but sometimes you have moments of like clarity. Mm. So I don't know if when you have those moments of clarity, if you know that the rest of the time you're, you don't, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's horrible. So awful. Oof. Anyways, back to the comedy. Okay. <laughs> Bring it up. Bring it up, girls. <laughs> Don Cheadle goes back and meets with Remember the Titans. And Ellen Barkin is there. The only w- other woman in this movie. Yeah, and the only woman speak. whose boobs aren't out in yeah. the entire movie. No, that's not true. Lily Lily yeah. Taylor. I got to get a drink of water. I'm losing my voice. <laughs> All right. I'll vamp. <laughs> She's in the restaurant. Don sees them, gets mad, goes out. But now I can't remember what they talked about. <gasps> okay, so Don Cheadle's really refreshed by that water. I was. You did like a full body like, <laughs> like that was. <laughs> you like this is you. You like. <sighs> <laughs> it brought me back to life. So genuine. Wow, that was amazing. Um, Don Cheadle shows up for his normal appointment with Remember the Titans yeah. and. Ellen Barkin is there and he's like who what's this and she's like some sort of higher up I don't think she works for the FBI but she's like some high cop and she's like we've got a special assignment for you buddy yeah Yeah, and he does not want to do it because like I'm done throughout this thing he has his buddy Wesley Snipes who I didn't recognize Wesley Snipes so as much as I make fun of Sarah for not being like not knowing who Ethan Hawke was I forgot (laughs) Wesley Snipes face for a minute so Um, and so he's friends with Wesley Snipes. I think Wesley Snipes was like, he had been in prison and he's like trying to be better or something like that. Yeah. He, but he was still, yeah. Yeah. Cause he was like really, he had like gotten some deal to like 
get out or something and he was like really grateful about it yeah and so he he didn't want to screw things up because he's out their scenes were so talky that we both like in a way that was really hard to follow still like yeah yeah that we both uh tuned out a little bit when they would just keep you know how old friends talk it's like when sarah and i get together it's like this podcast and you tune out (laughs) so see you know how it goes (laughs) um so they want to catch him doing whatever he's doing and don cheetle's like i i'm sorry tango (laughs) tango butler i don't want to do that and they're like okay but if you do this you'll finally be detected and they've been dangling this over his head for years it sounds like yeah and he's like you keep saying that they're like no but seriously like it just got approved yesterday and also when he declines ellen barkin gets so mad yeah it's kind of funny because it's like the most lively <laughs> like the only time someone gets mad in this movie and doesn't kill somebody as a result yes, this movie's so violent this movie's really violent. like when people when we talk about people getting shot or hurt like you're seeing like everything like you're what, s- what are those things called that are the fake blood um those squibs uh, squibs yeah they must have gone through so many squibs for this movie and little like one like so much blood pours out of people's mouths don't you think it'd be scary i'd be scared to be an actor that like is supposed to get shot in a movie i'd still be like a little bit like are we sure this gun's not loaded i would too especially, especially after now after uh-huh. rust which they're 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 finishing the movie now feels well, like, like just they maybe just call it, it on yeah. that one hmm. okay so now richard gear is getting a new rookie i don't know if they like get a new one every day or if trey was like yeah. i don't want to be because it's only anymore. yeah it's also like only like a, i mean we're watching this kind of like in real like it's like yeah it's only day seven days time. or five days maybe yeah. seven i don't know because richard only has a week left also as he's standing there waiting for his new rookie to show up he's like watching all these people protesting police violence and he's like looking unsettled and there's like a bunch of cop cars on fire because at the beginning of this movie i definitely thought it was going to be like a because, you know, it's called Brooklyn's Finest. And I thought that was meant sincerely. And then yeah. after a while, I was like, oh, it's, Oops, it's not. Cast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that was a little bit of a relief because. Yeah. I struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so the new rookie is. Jesse Williams. He's foil hunky. <laughs> and he's so young. He's so young. And he's a real rookie. Um, yeah. And they're going about town. Doing their things, and then they get to a bodega. Oh yeah, is this already? Is this where? Well, we're first at? of all, no. we find out that Trey dies. But was that after? I I spoiled it before. Well, they have like a couple days together. Okay. I don't know. That's yeah, what the order in my notes is okay. like Trey is dead. So Trey dies because so Trey got annoyed with being with Richard Gere, so he asked to switch. Oh, okay, and then he was with a different cop, and then he died. Yeah, he got shot or something, yeah. and there's like a reward out from they don't know who did it. And Richard seems dollars. pretty shot a cop, shot a cop. Richard seems pretty affected by this, which is like we see Sarah said because I couldn't think of the word for it, but like he starts to sort of gain a soul throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning, he literally wakes up, sticks a gun in his mouth. Yeah, doesn't care when his fellow officers bully him, and just kind of like meh, 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 meh. like goes throughout his day, whatever. And then even just the fact that he looks disturbed that this young kid got killed this seems like yeah. progress for him because <laughs> he's just so like dead behind the eyes at yeah. the beginning. It's kind of like us right now. <laughs> so that was nice to see him be affected by something, I guess. That was mm-hmm. like a little bit of human. Yeah, a little humanness. A little humanity. humanity. Um, and so then him and Jesse Williams 
are responding to a call at a bodega oh. where there's a bodega owner holding a hammer um, trying to attack this uh, young black kid that's in the store and he's accusing him of stealing like candy yeah and it's just like really like gotten really heated really fast and like everyone's screaming and richard gear is trying to calm everyone down yeah and, and he's, he's like kind of being a good cop yeah he's being pretty good and he's like to the kid he's like i'm your friend i don't want this to go bad like i need to go out to or, check your license we need to something. go out to like or to like to radio something in so yeah. he's like jesse you go out there and do that and then he i think thinks about trey getting shot so he's like you know what I will go out there. Like, it's more dangerous. I don't know what. He kind of, like, second guesses himself. Well, no, he, he tells Trey to, or he tells um, Jesse to, and Jesse's like, no, like, don't, like, I can do this. Like, I'm not, like, oh, he, like. that's right. Yeah, so Richard's like, okay. like Oh, that's right. So he's, because he's like, I'll stay in here because it's more yeah. dangerous in here. You go out there. And then Jesse's right, like, no, I can do it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, fine. I'll go out there. And so then Richard's he there a long time. so long <laughs> to be out there. And then he looks in at Jesse, of course, escalates things inside yeah. and and pushes the kid down and is like trying to like arrest him but then he shoots his gun near the kid yeah we don't see what happens but we know his gun goes off and it's like i swear there was blood there was blood so yeah. it makes it seem as though he yeah. like, kills the kid but it doesn't show so we don't yeah we don't know turns out he just um deafened the kid that's so all the now the teenager is now deaf <laughs> And so they're having, like, a PR conference about it. There's, like, a review board. And they're, like, trying to convince Richard Gere to go along with the story that this kid had. Because this kid was found with, like, an ounce of marijuana and, like, $400 or something in his backpack. And they're, like, trying to convince him. at first there's, it's being recorded. And they're, like, so tell us, Richard, what happened? And he's just, like, he did a bad thing. Like, he escalated it and he shouldn't have. He freaked out. And so they stopped the recording. And they're, like, don't you think it's possible that maybe he was, like, forced to? And he was responding to, like, a known drug drug user or drug dealer. And Richard's, like, no. And they're, like, listen, we need you to say that this was what this was. And he leans close and is, like, fuck you. (laughs) It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. So, and it's nice to know that that probably never happens in real life. <laughs> um, so that was happening mm-hmm. simultaneously. There, I just wrote like, there's a lot of police things going on. That's like intercut with scenes of Tango. Yeah. Talking, his, talking, talking. His guys are like, like the guys that he's undercover amongst are blaming the stuff that he's been doing, like the snitching and stuff. They're blaming somebody else for that. Yeah. And he's like, <gasps> like a little nervous that they're going to like hurt this guy. And it's not that this they're guy's about to fault. throw off of a roof. Yeah. And they've been like, they're really beating up bad. Yeah. So that's very stressful. And so is the bodega stuff. And we were both like, I don't care about this movie. And I'm so stressed out yeah. right now um and then as all those things are happening there's like another drug raid and ethan hawk is shooting everybody well and before this he finds out that one of his twins is small <laughs> oh, i'm laughing <laughs> that's right he goes to the hospital and the doctor's like your wife is coughing because there's mold yeah and also one of your twins is small <laughs> And Ethan's like, what do I do? He's like, you have to move. And he's like, I'm trying. I can't. So then he just like goes in a drug ring and is just killing he killed, everybody. Like like a video game. Like yeah. he just went in and shot everyone Truly. and then found money. Ethan and Hawk. was trying to steal it. One of his friends saw him and he just shot the guy behind him. He walks into so many rooms and just like kills the first person he sees so many times in this movie. Yeah. It's like, ugh, like very startling. And I hate it. And so then Tango 
tries to quit. He calls Remember the Titans and he's like, I don't want to do it anymore because yeah. he and Wesley Snipes are like buddies and they had some sort of talk where they're like, they have some sort of plan to do something and we did also, not get. Also, in that situation where they were going to throw the kid over the roof, Wesley Snipes intervened. Right. And like stopped the whole and thing stopped from happening. It. Yeah. So he calls up the cops and is like, I'm not doing it. And they're like, that's fine. You don't have to. We already have the plan in motion. So we don't even actually need you anymore. Yeah. We're still doing it. But so, the plan involves like putting wesley snipes away yeah that's like the the whole point of the plan so he goes to like get wesley to be like don't do this and then someone else comes drives by shoots and kills wesley snipes and Mm -hmm. he's like devastated yeah so everything is like escalating to this this like final scene but before that final scene richard gear goes it's like his last day he's like dumping the cop he goes to see his favorite number one girl Chantal, Chantal. He goes. He gets there too early. He just walks in her apartment, yeah. sees her with another client. I think it was the guy that was bullying him. Oh no! The beginning. Yeah, she, it's, she seems to have a lot of uh, clientele at our police officers because it's another cop that she's with. And he just kind of stands there, and watches mm-hmm. for yeah. too long. And she's like, go. Yeah, she like sees him, and like, and while she's in the middle of working, she's just <laughs> like, hold on a second, like, yeah. And he just like kind of backs out. He, he's just. anyway he's like sitting on the stairs and then he goes in like again after the guy leaves and she's like preparing herself yeah she's cleaning herself (laughs) up and getting ready and he's just being like kind of clearly unusually like affectionate with her (laughs) or clingy whichever way you want to look at it (laughs) um and she's like you know he like touches her neck and whatever and she kind of looks at him like oh like it's not unwelcome but she's a little bit surprised but like she doesn't and then what does he do well she gives him a watch with like an engraving on the back and so i wasn't sure i'm like is he not allowed to come to her when he's not a cop anymore like is this a goodbye but i think it was just a happy retirement gift i think maybe he was moving Maybe. Like he, he, maybe he's moving to Connecticut. He seems to like have gotten a little bit of like life in him where he's like, maybe I'm yeah. going to get out of here. And so he's like, you should come with me. And she's like, mm. and then he just like, like cuddles up on her and is singing Sea of Love to her. Like, come like with he's me. He's singing la, to her. La. And like, the only song <laughs> in this movie. Like and really, she, like just like very tenderly, like putting his, you know, yeah, very scene, vulnerable, like, very vulnerable. And he and she like immediately just like she just shuts down, shuts down, tells him to She's leave, like, get out of here. Which like would just be like oof. <laughs> if I like I was singing to a man I loved, he's like rolled his eyes and like get out of leave. here. Yeah, she's not even like I'm not gonna come with you. Like her answer yeah. to like come with me to Connecticut is just like get out of here. No way. So he just like leaves and goes to his car and gets his gun back out and puts bullets in it. <laughs> like zero to 80. Zero to 80. I mean, we all respond to rejection in our own ways. And sometimes. Who's to say one way is worse than another? <laughs> Who's to say? We are. Don't do that. Oh, yeah. Please don't do that. <laughs> but I understand the impulse. <laughs> just kidding. Oh. Um, okay. So, <laughs> you guys, you guys should really be in the back seat sometime when Elise and I are driving around because there's just fits and spurts of little songs and ditties and 
You don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know you what you're missing. You, you, knew. you wish. You little sluts. <laughs> so then, <laughs> as he's thinking about killing himself, he sees another girl in the van, and there's a van. Yeah, so he's the literally van. gun loading the gun. Looks up. Like there's a there's a light that gets in his eyes and he's like, <laughs> like <laughs> which I can like, really relate yeah. to. <laughs> Why the, am I being interrupted? Yeah, uh, and it's a, it's them forcing a it's a two guys forcing a girl into a van, and he and, has a and he recognizes the girl. Uh, there's a missing person sign up on the billboard, the bulletin board. I mean, at work, and he's like, Whoop. and yeah. like, oh, I forgot, I'm a police officer. I sometimes I. Uh, care about these yeah. things and like solve mysteries i don't know and so he starts following the man so he follows the man meanwhile meanwhile ethan hawk is still up to so no they good. canceled the raid they canceled the drug raid ethan was really counting on that drug raid to get the rest of the money He's like for the i house. wanted to run around and scream money at yeah. people and so he they're like why don't you guys just go home or go do the whatever and his partner the scottish guy as Elise keeps referring to <laughs> The guy that looks, sorry, that looks like he should have a Scottish accent. I think he looks like Stuart from Bell and Sebastian to me. Okay. You know? Don't yeah. you think a little, like yeah. Him? Yeah, I can see that. Um, he, Ethan leaves and he sees that he has circled the address of the, where the raid was going to be happening. So he like, is like knowing what he knows about Ethan Hawk, he's like, this guy's going to try to go to this raid and get money so he follows him so Smart. ethan's going to i the didn't projects. really i like kind of hazily knew sort of that this all was happening but i didn't really know so Thank i you. was enraptured i guess and meanwhile dawn is going to the same projects because that's where red the guy that killed wesley snipes you've got names even. <laughs> i just heard him call him red at the oh, end nice um and he wanted to like kill the guys that killed wesley wesley yeah oh you said that I thought you said Leslie. Oh, I thought I said Wesley. You did. I'm sure you did. I just heard you wrong. (laughs) Good thing it's recorded. Uh, (laughs) Play that back. So now they're... Hey, DJ, play that back. And then Richard Gere follows these guys to the project. So they're all the same building. Well, his... But Ethan's friend tries to stop him. Yes. And he... I thought he was going to kill his friend, but he just used his friend's tires out. Which, like, does nothing. But then I went on a little rant about how it's fine, actually, because Ethan knows that a cop never betrays another cop. So it's actually totally fine because it doesn't he doesn't need to actually silence his friend because the system is enough to silence his friend. (sighs) (laughs) I'm like probably going to need a cop's help tonight. Like as retribution. <laughs> like there's something something's gonna happen on my way home. Like, don't call a cop. Oh no. Um <laughs> sorry, there's these billboards all around New York that are like cop shot. And it's in black, big Wait, black I, letters. I haven't seen this. It's there's I don't look up, I only look at my feet. There's okay, when I say all over New York, I've seen one in Manhattan, one in Williamsburg, and one on Atlantic. And there's these big billboards with big black letters, cop shot, and the sh- oh and the shot is a target and there's blood splatter oh. and like ten thousand dollars for information on if a cop is shot call this number oh that's why you said that yeah about trade yeah anyway oh interesting just had to explain that okay thank you so they're all the same building let's start with yeah they all walk past each other but they don't point. see each yeah. other that's kind of interesting kind of fun because it's like at one point ethan hawk and richard gear 
are like, oh, they're both looking at, this is like a few scenes ago, they're both looking at when that poster of Trey is up when he got yeah. shot and it's like reward for him being shot. And they're like, oh man, can you believe that's so sad? That's the only time they talk to yeah. each other. And neither of them ever talked to Don Cheadle, no, I don't think. Because he's undercover. So it's like these three very like mm -hmm. intense plot lines that never really intersect with each other. So the closest it ever super comes is the three of them in this same moment, location. like being in the same building and yeah. walking past each other. So let's start with Ethan. He goes to the apartment where the drug raid was supposed to happen. He immediately shoots and kills everyone in the oh, apartment. Gosh, just goes around in, like bam. he kills like four people. Ugh. And there's a really annoying song playing. And he oh, turns it's it off. so loud. And the only other note. So my notes are not great. <laughs> um, but I okay. So I have my note. Richard suck boobs. <laughs> and then the only the next note and the uh -huh. only the last note. Is after Ethan killed four people, Lee said, Oh, that sweet silence. <laughs> <laughs> I meant when he turned off the music. Sure. It was so loud. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to just wanted to make an accurate record. Um and he find he's like ripping the apartment apart, like rips open the oven, finds cash, rips open the washing machine, finds cash. He like, finds a ton of cash. He finds a lot. He's but like, he's like rabid about yeah, it. Yeah, he's rabid and he's also thrilled. It's like so much money. He can probably buy several houses. He's like, we get a pool. So he's like just looking at the money, money, money. Like a money. little greedy dragon. <laughs> like a pirate. Like, <laughs> like a little greedy The balloons. <laughs> Like a little greedy pirate in a white billowing shirt. <laughs> the eyeliner. With the eyeliner and a little earring. <laughs> a hoop. <laughs> um, and then he gets shot in the back. Oh. Four times. Boom, boom, boom. That's just so boom. much, so much shooting and violence. Okay, then we cut to Don. He's riding an elevator. He gets to the top of the <sighs> stairs. Or the top of the elevator. Elevator opens. He shoots the three shoots guys. Shoots without or even the two guys blinking. The one guy that he was mainly after runs down the stairwell and out of the building. He runs after him and shoots him. And then... In the street. In the street. And after he shoots him, the cop that was chasing for Ethan Hawk, Scottish cop. The Scottish cop sees him, shoots him, dies, lays down. Then he sees his badge. He sees that Don's a he's cop. Like, he's like, oh, oh no. no. And then he runs into the bill. Oh. He's, he's like, someone should call 911, which yeah. I always think it's funny when a cop yells that. It's like... I mean, I get he meant like medical yeah. help, but it's like you, you just shot. Yeah. You, okay, we, so you get the point. So he goes to find Sal. He finds Sal dead. He's like, oh man. He kept yelling, Shell. Shell. And that is not me making a Scottish accent <laughs> joke. He was literally yelling Shell instead of Sal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Sal ended up being shot by someone who saw him go into the building. Yes. Um, just a random guy shot him. Yeah. Who probably knew that like there was money or whatever there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he saw the goatee and he was like, Richard, "This man is not to be trusted." Yeah. Richard. Richard goes to the basement, finds um, these girls being kept like as, tied like, up, like tied to a radiator, yeah. tied stuck on a mattress. One of the girls yeah. is like really out of it. They're terrified. They've clearly been like kidnapped, and drugged, it. and yeah, they're like topless. I I wish he would have. <laughs> offered them it would have been really coat. nice he had an overcoat he could have easily but he was also trying to work fast that's true there's approximately i don't know maybe six five to six women in this film and we see four of them yes. naked boobs yeah <laughs> just a note 
Um, and so he's like, and trying two to, of them have speaking parts. Yeah, it, yeah, this is not pass effectiveness. <laughs> None of Richard Gere's movies really do. No, not really. Um, and so actually, do any? It'll be interesting. So yeah, so he's like trying to get them unhooked from things and like get them out. <laughs> guy comes in, he like handcuffs the guy. Um, how I does he know. get the guy to stay? He has down. a gun. Yeah, so he. He, his gun only has one bullet because that he put the bullet in he might have more than one bullet i don't know how does he get the guy i think he like i think he handcuffs him or attaches well he wouldn't have handcuffs on him though because he was in plain clothes yeah i don't know somehow how he gets that he, man to like be maybe he handcuffs him yeah <laughs> somehow but I don't then know. another guy comes in and he and both shoots these guys him. are very chill about the fact that there's like yeah. a man with a gun pointed at yeah them. but he shoots the second guy that comes in, in the, the chest and the guy is acting like he doesn't have a chest wound <laughs> yeah. and like he's like they're fighting and he's choking richard Ugh. richard grabs a zip tie oh my gosh. and wraps around the guy's neck and Ugh. zip tie chokes him and the guy just is squirming on the ground for a like, while slowly Dying, dying via zip tie and the girls that have been like through the ringer are just, just like, like he's like dying on them oh it's horrible it's horrible so then <laughs> uh they leave he's just walking out of the projects and there's a million cop cars uh-huh. he's walking through them and it just ends with him looking cross-eyed just walking away from the cars towards the camera and it ends on a freeze frame of his face and that's Brooklyn's finest. <laughs> if we just edit the podcast Thanks. there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god. Also, goodness. all sarcast. Holy crap, every new person that showed up, it was like, whoa. Not a bad storyline. Like the plot was like kind of in- interesting, but I just feel like I don't know. It was like there's a there's three different too- storylines that never quite connected in a satisfying way. It was too many. Yeah. And it was just so violent. Yeah. Without any sort of like lightness and ever. And the dialogue wasn't great. The dialogue uh, wasn't like, that I great. I think the writing could have been Some better. Some of it was like a little bit like cheesy uh, or immature. Yeah. What's the word? Um, cliched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you say uh, um, how do you cliche? <laughs> uh, I do have some trivia, though, if you're interested share. in I'm hearing. Interested. Please. Okay, so... By the way, it takes me like an hour to set up a very simple um, recording structure, and that's when Elise does her trivia looking up <laughs> if we watch a movie together. <laughs> it takes me so damn long to connect some chords into things. No, you're getting faster. I would you say that think. took you 15 minutes. If I I need to go through this bag and find the, the ones that work because that's part of the problem. Is like, I made you carry it over you here while sick. Um, okay, so this I don't is, have COVID. I tested a lot. Sarah has exposed me to COVID against no, my will. I tested four times. She was like, "I'm coming over." Whether you like, like it or not, not. I kicked the door open. All I want to do is watch Brooklyn's Finest. <laughs> I did want to get this over with. <laughs> um, I also a lot of times people would just get shot. Like they were like sitting in their homes and then like cops person. <laughs> yeah, like watching them. TV. And I was like, that could happen to you and I right now. Like, how scary! But it would take them a minute to come around the corner because of the way my apartment's but set what up. Would, what could we do in that moment? We could run out the window. Oh, you could. I would I just could be like. <laughs> we could run into Whitney's room. 
Okay. And then they jump out her burst. windows. Okay. And then they you don't I'm not a fast runner. I grab you. <gasps> you carry me with you. <laughs> I'd carry you on my back. Wow. <laughs> You're Superman. I'd grab my blanket first, but then I'd get you. <laughs> I, I'm really sad about how crumpled it is. I feel like it's sad. I almost fixed it when you said that, but no. <laughs> It, it I have the power it. of me. I'm, I'm in control. <laughs> okay, it's so, such a cute blanket. I'm sorry, I said 130 felt like a lot for me to like buy a blanket. Oh yeah, I would never pay 130 dollars for a blanket. I'm just, so like, I know that that is then a thinking compliment. about like oh it is handmade like that it should be more but like it's like I was at Target and like it was like not Target. <laughs> no, I absolutely know that that's a compliment. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> hey, please tell me some trivia. So this was directed by Antoine Fuqua. I'm positive I'm pronouncing everything wrong, but he did Training Day, which I've actually oh. never seen. Speaking of Denzel Washington. So he just like really likes Crooked Cops. Yeah. Crooked Have you seen? stories. I've seen Training Day. Do you like it? Um, No. Okay. <laughs> but it's a good, it's like a lot of people do. Yes. that's And that's why a lot of people didn't like this movie. It, they're like, it's the same thing, but worse. The way I remember <laughs> it, like it has kind of like the same lighting as the Jackal. Like. Oh, jeez. Or not the jackal. The um, I know what you mean. Thank you. The flock. <laughs> the flock. Yeah, I could tell by the cover of it. Yeah, I have never seen it, but I. Do. It looks I like, like how the subway screech sounds. <laughs> Don't talk about it. Okay, um, the, this is this says Ellen Barkin jumped at the chance of working with Don Cheadle. Oh, Ellen Barkin's a huge Don Cheadle wow. fan, wow. and that the director wasn't even sure that she took payment for the part. <laughs> my goodness i like don cheadle too but i definitely yeah. would make sure i got paid get paid <laughs> um the very real threat of wesley snipes imminent arrest for tax evasion was hanging over the production throughout that is kind of the main thing Wait, i know about who? wesley snipes oh got in big trouble for tax evasion. really yeah oh i didn't know yeah huh interesting um this was loosely based on former po michael dowd P.O. A police, police officer. officer. <laughs> oh my gosh. And events during the 1980s in the 75, 75th precinct in East New York, Brooklyn. Well, good thing that they've figured everything out. Good thing. Um, this is interesting. In Internal Affairs, we've seen that movie. Richard Gere's character Dennis Peck says to his partner Van Stretch, a name I will never get over. <laughs> How many cops you know, huh? Got nothing. Divorced. Alcoholic. Kids won't talk to them anymore. Can't get it up. Sitting there in their little apartments, alone in the dark, playing lollipop with a service revolver. Oh. In, in this film, Richard Gere plays an NYPD cop who was doing just he that in the opening scene. lollipop with a service revolver. Sitting alone in a dark apartment, putting a service wow. revolver in his mouth. I wonder if he remembered his lines. Oh my gosh, I wonder. Probably not. You would probably forget lines. I would hope so. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I don't remember anything. <laughs> Who am I? I don't um, remember this movie we just watched. Me either. The ending was reworked following a grim reception at the Sundance Film Festival. What was the ending? I'll before? tell you. Oh. <laughs> um, Ethan Hawke and Richard Gere only share. <laughs> I love that phrasing. <laughs> Ethan Hawke and Richard Gere only share one scene in the entire film, as yep. indeed does Don Cheadle with Richard. Wait, what did uh, Cheadle and Gear? Um. Cheetah was crossing the road when Richard Gere was following the van. Is that what they mean? Is that it? Hmm. 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 Um, Ethan Hawke was in Training Day, apparently. Yeah. Didn't know that. 
Okay. It's Ethan Hawke and Denzel. Here's the original ending, and it is bleak. Okay. So this was what is, was shown. More as, bleak than Sunday. Yes. Two of our characters dying. Yes. Okay. Because the original ending had Eddie, Richard Gere, oh. committing suicide after his retirement following the climax, which serves as Wait. to bookmark the ending from the opening. So he eventually, the director eventually decided to end the film with a freeze frame of Eddie's face with blood and eyes swollen because he pointed out that the face in metaphor represents America dazed and confused, but still moving forward. He added, there's still some hope. We still have a chance. We've taken some hits, but we're still standing. No, we're not. It kind of came out of everything that was happening. So at the end of all of that, he was going to kill himself. He then like, like killed himself. Wow. That's bleak. I don't know if he was going to save those girls. I don't know. That doesn't make that clear. So he may have just like killed himself um, after. Because I thought it was like seeing Chantal. Oh, because it said the climax. So I assume that the climax was that. It says committing suicide after his retirement following the climax. Mm. So I'm not sure. Mm. But he was going to kill himself. Yikes. Oy. And Sundance said, <laughs> was like, that's too grim for me. He's like, all right. <laughs> wow. Um, in Internal Affairs, Richard Gere plays a corrupt cop, where in this film, he plays a good, honest cop. In Training Day, Ethan Hawke plays a good, honest cop, and in this film, he plays a corrupt cop. Look at that. This role reversal. Um, so the writer of this movie is Michael C. Martin, and he... Michael Cena. Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. John Cena. John <laughs> so he grew up in um the louis lewis h pink houses in east new york which is where like the his script took place and i think like near where it was filmed and stuff so that's kind of cool he like wrote it about where he grew up and it's kind of interesting the story of like how his script got picked up because he was like not in the industry he went to like high school around here in brooklyn he took a film appreciation course and he uh had some sort of like injury and it derailed a possible basketball career so he studied film at brooklyn college and then he like had a car accident and wrote the script for a screenwriter's contest and he didn't win but um he got a second prize and then the script just like kept getting attention and then he got an agent and then someone this wanted script to, or training day this script this huh. is the writer the writer and the director yeah. are two different okay. people okay. um and the, someone wanted to produce the script and he got two hundred thousand dollars for it wow and he just said that like the inspiration for the script came from a few italian neorealism films knights of Cabiria, Umberto D, and the Bicycle Thief. The stories were simple, primal, and focused on everyday people. Hmm. He always wanted to tell stories in the vein of those films, and so he good for him. Yeah, and then I, he also said, "I enjoyed and embraced the challenge of three plot lines. It allowed me to condense the storylines to the most important moments, and at times to plug holes in the narrative with moments that intersect." The third act offered the huge challenge of driving it all home, but a meetup moment didn't seem real to me. So mm-hmm. the characters simply passed each other like ships in the night. Yeah. I did kind of like that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of cool. They just kind of passed each mm-hmm. other. Oh, so the total budget for the film was in the $17 million range, and many of the actors took large pay cuts to make the movie. Hmm. And this says the part of Man Man. I don't know who that is, <laughs> but it was given to a man named Zare Page, a gang member from the neighborhood. 
Three months after filming, he was involved in the murder of Lathania Garcia, for which he was sentenced to 107 years to life in prison. Wow. So that's a little bit Yikes. crazy. Um, and the last piece of trivia is that in May 2013, Original Entertainment confirmed to have sealed a five-picture deal to produce a Bollywood remake of five movies, including this one. What? <laughs> How are they going to make a Bollywood movie of I this? I don't know. I want to And I don't know that. if it's ever happened because that was 10 years ago. So <laughs> I need to check that out. Yeah. Did you ever watch RRR? I never have. Yeah. I, for some reason, movies that are over three hours long lately, <laughs> I'm allergic to. I, I haven't mean, been able to watch a single one. That's very fair. It took us, it took me a few watches. You liked it though? Yeah. I, it's weird. I, I did like it though. Good. Yeah. I've only heard good things about it. Yeah. Um, A couple snippets wow. from reviews. I just liked what these people at the Austin American Statesman said about Ethan Hawke's character it said it's unclear how many children the couple already have with a new one appearing in every scene <laughs> the final tally is somewhere between six and ten it would be funny if it weren't supposed to be so serious <laughs> that's true <laughs> um and then at the observer again i feel like i always quote the observer and i never know what city it's from <laughs> yeah san francisco or something i don't know they said that Mr. Gear, Mr. That'll be Mr. Gear to you, is miscast as Eddie. He's too naturally regal and bearing to be the screw up he's supposed to be. And for a broken man, he still moves with the same confidence as his younger self did in an officer and a gentleman. Maybe that's why we thought he walked like a stripper. Yeah, he. There was many times where it looked like he was about to be like, like uh, we got a noise complaint. <laughs> There's not enough noise. He's <laughs> too regal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has like a 40 something on Rotten Tomatoes, like a 41 or something. And it's just so violent. It's so violent. Okay. That was, you found lots of really good trivia. I just, good job. Like a monkey, I just Google, Google, Google. You know like how monkeys mon Google. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I have a would you rather. Okay. Would you rather be Sal's wife? with six to ten kids okay uh a husband who uh you find out was disgraced in the police department. murders for money okay um yeah and um you got like a hundred thousand dollars but you now like have all this like you also have one small twin oh because they inside of you <laughs> <laughs> they do say that uh, when a police officer dies his family gets a hundred thousand dollars yeah which is not a lot that'll go dead. that'll go fast if you got 10 kids yeah so in a small twin <laughs> and are pregnant with twins with one of them being small <laughs> or would you rather be chantal and be a sex worker she seemed pretty happy with her life she does seem pretty happy with her life she lived alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i'd rather be her i'd rather be her for sure wait yeah who am i kidding yes of course chantal yeah. i do not want 10 kids the headaches yeah yeah we just talked about we this we just talked about this <laughs> give me it okay great you do have to endure richard gear singing to you but you would like that you know i would not mind it <laughs> i just was when we were talking about facials i was like i just want someone to touch <sighs> my face he was touching all over her face a really bad mic you're getting a headache no it's just a little sensitive in my okay. eyebrow <laughs> 
Okay. Let's do our gear ratings and then we can wrap this up. We got to do bingo. Oh, we got to do. Okay, let's do bingo. He does not. Oh, we got to do bingo. He does not drive a Mercedes. I know that. That's not on bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Every week. (laughs) Oh, it's so fun. It's so fun being friends with me. (laughs) It (laughs) is. Okay. Free space kiss. No, okay, there he doesn't wasn't. kiss on the mouth. He kissed them titties. <laughs> Steal someone's girl. No. no. Shirt off. Yes. He had a tattoo. Oh, yeah. He had a little, t- like a. Over his heart. Yeah. Um, He looks good. Once I had a, cru- on a, a crush on a guy who, because he had a tattoo, I think I already told you this, of a know. gun over his heart. He was like engaged to someone and they broke up. And so then he went out and got a tattoo of a gun over his heart. Wait, when was this? This is in college. He was like friends with my friend, and we met at, like at some mutual thing. And he asked for my number, and I was like not sure. He was very cute, in but I was I- like Idaho? not sure. Yeah. Oh. And then they're like, he's so stupid. He like just got another tattoo, and I was like, <gasps> you can give him my number. <laughs> yeah, because that's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Where is he now? I don't know. I'm sure he's married. We're a thousand years old. He probably's already divorced. Again. to be honest yeah <laughs> um okay anyways <laughs> physical fight yeah he, that guy uh, was choking him yeah, and he true. then wrapped his zip tie around the guy's neck <laughs> i don't know could you call it a fight it was a little, killed a guy character's kind of a dick yeah yeah to the rookies yeah, yeah. sex scene absolutely Hector Elizondo. No. I wish Hector Elizondo had been the police chief. There were so oh, many yeah. big names in this that they it was disappointing that the police chief mm-hmm. was just some And sir, mm-hmm. to the man who played the police chief, I don't mean to say you were a disappointment. You did a great job. Mm-hmm. I just don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. And I wish you were Hector Elizondo. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think there's anything offensive about that. No. Nope. <laughs> Lives in an unrealistically nice place. No. Never see it. Wait. We oh, of, we see it at the beginning when but he tries to. It's like fine. I feel it's like, isn't it like a bare mattress? Does he even have sheets? No, he, it's not. There's a small, a very small chair. I was going to note. Um, <laughs> oh, is there? In the corner. He like, lives alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know who does live in an unrealistically nice place? Don, Don Cheadle. Cheadle. Very confusing. Like a yeah. huge terrace. Huge, like modern law. So that should count for bingo. Because it's Richard a Gere. character in this movie. Okay. I don't think we've ever done that before, but sure. Let's, let's do I it. make the rules. He makes the rules. Um, where is his old guy glasses? No. I, I, they kept him hot for this yeah, movie. He looks, I was extremely... <laughs> and I don't have a cop thing. No. Anti-cop thing. Yeah. But his hair looked good. Oh, my gosh. His skin looked good. And the cut was good of his hair. Yeah. And the, his skin looked great. Yeah. And that last scene where he was trying to whoosh on tall, he, that's when he looked the, the best. The really lighting was incredible. About it. <laughs> um, Elise has already seen it. Yeah. It's inexplicably, when did you yes. Watch this? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. I couldn't tell you. I, I think it might have been during the dark days. Yeah. Well, this was uh, not a good one to watch. <laughs> no, it was not. I hope you were doing something else while watching it. I think I must have been. I hope so. Um, Sarah has already seen nope. it. No. A nice scene with kids. Nope. No. Not, I don't think, were there any kids in this movie? No, not even at the projects, really. Mm-mm. Like, there's those big apartment buildings with, just a, the kids. Billion, with a billion people living there, and just they're just... a teen that went deaf. 
no well he was actually kind of he was actually quite sweet to him okay let's count it okay (laughs) relates to john travolta no no temper tantrum i mean no surprisingly no he was was like pretty either keeled for someone who puts a gun in his mouth in the (laughs) the first scene we see him plays an instrument no just his voice box oh yeah just his his little vocal cords (laughs) wow that's it what do you give him on this? A five? Yep. Lisa's holding up five fingers for those of you that aren't here with us. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give him a five too. Wow. Yeah. We're in the hand-holding club. Wow. I cannot believe we've seen all these Silver movies. foxes. Five silver foxes for Richard Gere in ding, 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 ding. Brooklyn's Finest. No one saw that coming, but the man looked good. I do have to say, Keeping he looked tight. good in a uniform. I'm not going to say he looked good in a copy. I am not someone who finds that an appealing look, but... He looked good in it. He looked good in it, even without a shirt underneath. Maybe yeah. because there was no shirt underneath, and it yeah. looked more like a costume yeah. than a uniform. Maybe that's yeah. why. Yeah. What's something you're going to take away from <laughs> this room? Oh, gosh. Lock my door. Yeah. Deadbolt it. Yeah. <laughs> uh if i'm ever looking for money i'll pull apart the top of an oven i guess oh yeah it's good to know we've learned and, some important um, lessons continue this week to have the same opinion about cops yeah never change your mind about cops <laughs> a cab a cab a, a cab next week we're watching or next time <laughs> we'll see we're watching hachi a dog's tale oh, and boy. i think it's gonna be very tonally different from yeah. this one so let's join us we'll have a special guest Oh my, my gosh, husband. we're going to have our first male voice on this podcast. Wow, that's true. And I would Ew. say probably our only. Do we, we don't have to. I think we have to. He's really excited. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be great. When we started this podcast, he said, are you guys going to watch Hachi A Dog's Tale? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, it's a particular movie. It's And he's like, can I be on that episode? And he's waited. He hasn't asked to be on any other About episodes. About 40 episodes. He's waited all this time. Yeah. Occasionally he'll ask like, how long until Hachi? <laughs> we, can, we cannot so. cancel him. <laughs> Anyway, we'll have a special guest. Uh, it'll be really fun. So we'll try and figure we'll that see out. See what we can do. All right. Hey, we Thanks love you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Good. We've recorded for an hour and 40 minutes. So whatever. Oh my gosh. But the first 16 of that are like We're us talking about facial chatting. Okay, great. So great. I'll see what I can Just do. know, listeners, that whatever timestamp this is, uh, there has been whatever cut out minus 140 so <laughs> enjoy thinking about what that could be Secrets. use your imagination Secrets. okay we love you guys bye like your heads